Hey, look. What's up, Frog? Why do blondes wear underwear? Because everywhere, everybody wears underwear? To keep their ankles warm. <laughs> okay. On this week's episode of Another Digital Citizen, we'll be talking about News of the Week, TV of the Week, Manifest Episode 5, Gang Stalking, Movies of the Week, and another digital review of Halloween. This is Another Digital Citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Hello, ladies and uh, gentlemen, and welcome to Two Guys Talking, episode two. Um, <laughs> no, it's not a digital citizen. Well, we, we could call it that. Uh, welcome, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. I would mm. not be surprised if there's already a podcast out there called Two Guys Talking. I'm sh- that I'm sounds sh- like that podcast already already exists. So. Yeah. But if yeah, it does, but... it probably only had two episodes, so that that works. Yeah. Yeah, we had 159, or we're doing number 159, I should say. That's correct, yeah. This is episode 159 we're doing right now. Right now. So, a lot of sickness in, in the news lately. Um, not only did the Roman Reigns get cancer this week, that was... Uh... <sighs> Sad? Uh, I, well, I don't know if he got it this week, but he, he announced that he had cancer this week and uh, leukemia is what I heard, right? Hmm? Apparently he had had it at one point and so it, and it, uh, he had beaten it and it came back. That's what I'm to understand. Is that what you were to understand? Yeah. Okay. Um, I saw a lot of crying on the internet because of this. People were really sad and I was thinking, well... It's too bad he has cancer, but it's also kind of ironic that uh, the person I would look as one of the biggest cancers to WWE gets cancer. Oh my god! Has cancer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, uh, it is a little like. Well, I guess it doesn't matter for us because we're not watching WWE anymore. At least I'm. No. Um, we're not. I, I've pretty much decided i think i'll try again in january i think i said that at one point but so it really doesn't matter to me too much as far as my next pay-per-view the quality yeah that sounds good as far as the quality of the product because i'm not watching it uh i feel bad for the guy uh he's gonna have to go through probably you know uh radiation and all that which is horrible but there definitely seems to be like a conspiracy side to this whole story there's a lot of people i mean it's wwe 
uh, it's wrestling. So some people are trying to, you know, are ad- initially, especially people were thinking this w- could be a work. You know what I mean, from because mm. mm. it's, it's wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, uh, would you ever put it past WWE to fake a cancer storyline? Uh, no. Right. So there were a lot of people thinking that, and I, I I started to think about it, and I'm going, okay, I don't want to be on that side of things, but when you think about it, there's a lot of things that would benefit WWE for this to happen. Uh, it definitely takes away uh, the focus from people talking about the Saudi Arabia deal, uh, and oh, yeah. focuses more on this whole thing, uh, and that definitely helps with their PR, I would say, if if this was a conspiracy. Um and then what if what happens when he comes back, Fro? Uh, he would. The whole thing with the, him was they have no. They could not figure out how to get Roman's Roman Reigns cheered. You think right. he's gonna get booed when he comes back from this, Fro? <laughs> no, he's probably not. And also, he can be a spokesman for Komen, uh, Susan G. Komen Foundation. He that's like already set up for him to do at. Uh, Basically, and then I, I thought about it, and I'm like, uh, this whole thing definitely has some benefits for WWE. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. If it was a work. I'm not saying it is. I, I think, the, I, you know, this podcast, we talk about conspiracy theories a lot, and this is a conspiracy theory out there right now, and I think it's an interesting one to think about. Uh, yeah, it's horrible, but in some ways, WWE benefits off of him uh, getting leukemia. It's very weird. Did you see the things like backstage and things like he going around hugging? People? I didn't watch anything. I read some. Yeah. I read an article on Wrestling Observer. I saw the first place I saw it was our friend Bill posted it up on Facebook. I think he was before anybody else I saw posting anything about this. So yeah, he's I'm, on the ball I'm about that kind be, of. I'm going to guess that I have to talk about this tomorrow as well when I'm recording that wrestling show. <laughs> yeah, right. Bill's on the ball when it comes to wrestling news. He's he's ahead of the game right. for most people, so that's where I saw it first. Yeah. Now, I, I, I do feel sorry for the guy. I do. It's like I, I feel sympathy for everybody that gets cancer. Don't get me wrong, but I, I, I just... I don't understand the the outpouring of people, like, crying and, like like throwing themselves like down on the floor and like <laughs> not Roman Reigns <sighs> right like, okay five, five minutes ago like he the guy and thought he was one of the worst things in wrestling it's like it, it, it feels it's kind of feels a little like double sure. for me it's like right I I I I, I, pers- I personally don't want him to suffer anything like i don't want anybody to get cancer right just really clear but like you said like okay who who is who's losing anything about this if it is a conspiracy if it is a work and like like i said i don't know if i would put it past wwe to make this a work i i I mean i don't want to say that because i'm sure the guy really has cancer so we don't want to be like you know, conspiracy oh. theory, whatever. Uh, we don't want to be Alex Jones and Sandy Hook thing. You know what I mean? Oh. But it's like that. That this conspiracy theory is out there, and people are talking about it. And when you look at it, there is a lot they have to gain from this if they were to fake it. 
Or even if they weren't defeated. If they weren't. Like, there's still... The WWE just has a lot to gain from this. It's very weird. It's a very weird mm. situation. The whole thing. So, uh... Who... Uh, who do you... Well, okay. One, he has beaten it before. Do you know anything about his... Uh, prognosis... All I know is it's leukemia. I didn't see like that's the other thing. There's different kinds of leukemia. Some are worse and some are, uh, are better, are easier easier to cure, and some are right. are worse. Uh, and I'm not really sure on what part of the scale he his specific cancer is. So that I do not know. But he, um, but he has had it before. Uh, what I read is that in his twenties he was diagnosed and. Uh, it went away, and now it's just it's coming back. Like it's a relapse, is what it is. Right. So. Right. Remission. Is it that what you? No, call remission it? is the opposite of relapse. Remission oh. is it 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 it's going away. So like after he oh. does the treatment, then he'll be in remission. Hopefully. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, in any case, uh, the guy's got cancer. We feel for him and his family, and yes, hopefully he gets better and. If he comes back, I'm sure he'll be cheered. So everybody's gonna be happy about that. Uh, in other sick news, uh, the crown princess of Norway is sick. She's stepping down on her duties as the crown princess of Norway because she has lung fibrosis or something. She has something to do with her lungs. Okay. So uh, they made a big deal about that. I, I am sure we'll, we'll maybe cover it. Uh, what is she stepping next... down from? Um, her duties as a uh, crown princess. What are the... There are duties as a princess? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. A lot. A uh, lot, lot, lot. I, I, uh, I guess I'm on a... I mean... Okay, sure. They have a lot of traveling, uh, like pre pre presenting Norway... In different countries and things like that. Oh, like an ambassador. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, it's to do... Like, the royal family in Norway is more or less a PR firm for Norway. Sure. All right. Uh, so, they, they like... Uh, they travel around open bridges and things like that in Norway. Like... It's really, it's like, it's looked upon as so her a high regard to, to get a visit from a crown princess or a crown prince. So is her duty just to go, like, have tea with people? That's what it's sounding like. <sighs> yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, also, that, 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 that's her job, so whatever. But uh... yeah, I mean, but, but also it's like, uh, for example, holding speeches about Norwegian... Uh, if 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 Norway, for example, was interested in building a bridge in China, let's okay. say, okay, I just saw Norway... that article about that bridge in China. Actually, giant, the biggest bridge in the world was just constructed there. Strange you'd okay. mention that, but okay. continue. But let, let let's say in Norway is interested in building a bridge in Norway and, uh, in in China and wants contract there, and instead of uh, like sending a lot of uh, people down there from the uh, oil firm and the bridge firm and things like that, they would send uh, the crown prince and crown princess to China, for, for example. 
and use them as influences because they get open doors to uh, China's prime minister uh, more uh, just because they are the crown prince and crown princess of Norway. So it's easier it's easier for Norway to send them because it's uh, privileged, like uh, for some fucking strange reason. Don't ask me why. That's it's yeah, that's pri- a little weird. But yeah, yeah, I mean, they're... it's privileged to meet them, and it's uh, it's a big thing. Like it's a PR thing, you see. It's just weird because as far as politically, they don't have a lot of sway, but they do have. Uh, just because of their name, they're able to get into places that other right. people wouldn't. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Still, she her job is. To have tea with people is what it sounds like to me, but that's fine. Big news here in America, Fro. Uh, breaking news this morning, I guess, here. Uh, potential explosive devices sent to Obama, Clinton, and the CNN building, um, the mailroom of the Time Warner Center in New York City. Uh, yeah, Time Warner so. Center in New York City was forced to evacuate, I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh a package was addressed to Bill, Bill and Hillary Clinton's home in Chappaqua, New York. Uh, yeah. I guess what I'm seeing here... Uh, she was in Florida at the time, Clinton. Uh, the one that ended up in CNN. I'm seeing a picture of it. They actually... Uh, it definitely looks like a pipe bomb. And it's got like a cell phone attached to it. None of these mm-hmm. explosive devices were... Went off. Uh, but the one did make it into the mailroom of the Time Warner Center. That's what I'm seeing. Uh, but, n- yeah, none of these have gone off. I guess yesterday, a suspicious package was found in the mailbox of billionaire philanthropist George Soros as well. So it looks like wow. somebody's targeting uh, Democrats, is what it's looking like. Except none of these bombs went off. It could all just be scare tactics. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm seeing that the police are saying that the packages were live, like it was a live bomb, but none of these devices went off, so I'm not really sure. I'm also seeing that there was suspicious white powder. Uh, the news, NBC News reported the return address on the packages sent to Soros, Clinton, and Obama, the return address on them, belonged to Representative Demi, Debbie Wasserman Schultz of Florida, uh, Democratic National Committee official. Uh, we all know who Debbie Wasserman Schultz is. Uh, yes. She's, uh, right, she was, uh, she was Democratic from Florida, and Hillary was in Florida at the time this happened. That's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and packages were sent to Debbie Wasserman Schultz, but the return addresses put on all the packages were her address. That's what, it, that's the thing that's being said, so... Very smell a conspiracy because there's uh, something called the mid-election going on there. Right, we got two weeks, I think, until the midterm elections mm. happen. And, I mean, one big story, we, we're not going to cover really on the news, but the whole migrant um, caravan yeah. coming up from heard, South America I, is happening. And a lot of people I saying that. that that's giving Trump a lot of... Um, help or and and Republicans a lot of help uh, as far as politically uh, in their messages about whatever building a wall and this and that or whatever uh, mm-hmm. and then this happens and this definitely helps Democrats 
These are these things that, like, it's very convenient for these things to happen at the time. I don't want to say that they're fake. I don't want to say this or that. But things happen sometimes, and they seem really convenient, uh, even though it seems bad for somebody. seemed very convenient for other people. And that's what this is. Hmm. It's almost like something else we talked about. <laughs> right, exactly. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I was listening is to it, a whole... Is it the work? Do you listen to the Tinfoil Hat podcast, Fro? I don't. Okay, I'd recommend it. It's kind of interesting, you know, it's about conspiracy theories and that, and they had a guy on there, a reporter, um, talking about the anthrax scare uh, in 2002. Yeah. Remember that? 2002, yeah. yeah. I Where all these that. anthrax letters were being sent around, and uh, it turned out that the anthrax, once they stu- did studies on the actual anthrax that was found in these letters, was... Uh, created in America in a wow. lab uh, that was a government-funded lab. That's where mm-hmm. the where it came from. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if something like that, you know, if this may be some kind of inside job as well. Who knows? This is that, That's the conspiracy th- side of me coming out there. But... Yeah, welcome to the Conspiracy Podcast. Um... Well, we kind of already are that, but that's fine. <laughs> Remember that whole Russian hacking thing, Fro, that nobody's talking about anymore? <laughs> what? What Russian hacking thing? Right. I don't, I don't remember anything about that. We've so. conveniently forgot that that existed, apparently, in this country. What? 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 Russia hacking? <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear uh, John Zena and Daniel Bryan re- are refusing to work the Saudi Arabia show, Fro? Did you hear I that? I did hear that. I thought that was interesting. I don't know if anybody else in the company, but those are the two people that actually have like kind of the sway, the pull yeah. to actually say, "Hey, I'm not going to do it," and the WWE is not going to fire them for it. I don't know if anybody else could pull that off, really. Mm, Randy Orton maybe, but I don't think Randy Orton really gives a fuck because the guy's a douchebag. Uh, uh, it's kind of funny. I think Roman Reigns would have that power as well. Talking about that. Yeah, if he didn't want to work, yeah. If he didn't want to work that show, he could get out of it if he wanted to. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. It's almost a little convenient. No. <laughs> it's almost convenient that he's not going to work that show. Like I was saying, did you? Oh, this is okay. Before we, I got a bunch of news that's not the news. Canada. We talked about the Canada uh, marijuana situation yes. last week. Two days after they legalized, for the uh, they ran out of weed. Everybody yeah. bought up all the weed in two days. Yeah. Uh, did you hear about the Sarah Silverman? Louis C.K. thing? No. This is weird. Sir, I, I saw this. Uh, I'm going to have to d- double check this, but Sarah Silverman said that uh, Louis C.K., you know, known for um, masturbating in front of somebody yep, uh, and getting in trouble for it, she said that he did it in front of her and she said it was okay. No. That's what she said? Wow. Uh... She said that it was just something he did. You know what I mean? I don't know. Very weird. <laughs> just something he did. Like he asked. She said, "Yeah, it's fine with me." And uh, he asked weird. before he did it. Well, yeah, that was the situation with the other one as well. But then the lady said, uh, "Yeah." Okay. Uh, well, okay, at I'm least seeing he it asked. right here. Sarah Silverman says Louis C.K. masturbated right in front of her uh, with her permission during a Howard Stern Sirius XM radio show on Monday. Yep. Oh. 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, it just, you know, it's very interesting, you know, uh, that I, I, she's coming out now and saying it. Maybe it would have been better for her to come out and say that when it initially happened. Um, I still feel bad for everybody that he did it to that didn't uh, say it was okay. You know what I mean? But I guess it kind of explains as to why he thought it would be okay since other people had said it was okay in the past. Maybe he felt like uh, it was okay. Like he had, I don't know. It's, it's a weird situation, definitely. Mm. So I did not know you could speak from the grave. Well, you can if you, uh, if everything you say is recorded and written down, basically, uh-huh. because you're... A genius, right? Because uh, Stephen Hawkins has uh, left something behind. Right. Passed away recently. Uh, The theoretical physicist's thoughts about what uh, might lie ahead um, weren't often far optimistic. And this is five scientific predictions from Stephen Hawking before he died. Okay. Uh, First one was about gene editing. Uh, he forecasts genetic editing techniques will rise a breed of superhumans, of race of self-designed beings who are Im- who are improv- uh, improving at an ever-increasing rate. Uh, then he talked about AI, uh, and he said the that the AI genie is out of the bottle. He was fearful the developments of AI uh, will give a rise of a new form of life that will outperform humans. I think that kind of goes with gene editing in a way. Right. Uh, space exploration, uh, spreading out may be the only thing that saves us from ourselves. I'm convinced that humans need to leave Earth, uh, he told an audience at a Norwegian science and art festival. Hey, I know where uh, Norway is. All right. Climate change, Hawking, uh, Hawking also had concerns about climate change, which were amplified in 2016. He said, uh, this is what... He said, Trump's action pulling out of the Paris Climate Agreement could push Earth over the brink and become uh, like Venus with a temperature of 250 degrees Celsius and raining sulfuric acid, mm. uh, Hawkins told BBC News. And then the last thing he talked about was alien contact. Uh, he told the Discovery Channel, if aliens visit us, the outcome would be much like when Columbus landed in America and... Uh, it didn't turn out well for the Native Americans. <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> I, I, that's a very good... I mean, it's probably true. Uh, even if they are initially kind of like, oh, what's going on? Right. Uh, once they figure out what we're all about, they're going to be like, these people are fucked up. <laughs> if they... So uh, we have some other Norwegian and Russian news. Uh, Norwegian authorities released a Russian man from jail on Friday after holding him nearly a month of on suspicion of spying. Michael Boshkaronyo? Yes? Yes. yes. Uh, was detained on uh, September 21st at also uh, airport, and he was about to leave the country after attending an international seminar on the legalization uh, in Norway's parliament. Uh, he denied, denied the wrongdoing. We, we talked about this before. 
Uh, but remember, this was the guy that was such a good Russian spy that he posted on his Facebook page a picture of him in Russia, in uh, the you know the uh, uh, in Moscow, in that big square. What's the, yes. the square? What am, uh, and the he red was like, square. "I'm in Russia." The red, he's in Red Square, and he's like, I'm in Russia. He's such, yeah. such a good Russian spy hiding that he's in Russia. Yeah, Norwegian Police Security Service uh, had sought to extend uh, his uh, detention, but the uh, Oslo District Court on th- Thursday rejected their request. Uh, the PST appealed, but withdraw the appeal on Friday. That is kind of weird. But uh, they say, we continue to investigate the case. No decision has been made on whatever uh, any file charges PSD uh, chief uh, told Norway's uh, TV2's new channel. He's free to go home. Here's a question. So if they had stuff yeah. against him, would they let him go home? That's my question. Right. All right. If, if they really had any, any proof, at all, would they let him go back to Russia? Because I can prove, I, I, I can bet you uh, $60 trillion uh, that Russia is not really interested in handing him back if Norway asks Russia to do that. After he goes there, right? right. They're not going to be like, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. Yep, definitely here you go, Norway. We're totally, we definitely trust you. You don't have American troops just storming into your uh, borders to try to murder us all, that's fine. Definitely going to give him back to you. Yes. It says here, the Russian embassy in Oslo said he was staying there, planning to fly to Moscow Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Russian embassy expected an official apology from Norway for detaining him, it said on its Facebook page. Yep, that is so, so going to happen. <laughs> right, and it's, but it says Saturday, so he must already be back in Russia right. at this point. Yeah. Right. Uh, any more Russia news? Well, we'll... I think we got some more Russia news from the U.S., kind of. Uh, U.S. to end Cold War-era nuclear arms treaty with Russia. Oh, good. That Trump always on, always on them, them Russian side. Trump and Putin, they're just buddies yes, over there. Yes, uh, friends. President Trump said the U.S. Will, <laughs> will withdraw from its decade-old treaty from Russia to eliminate a class of nuclear weapons he accused Russia of violating the treaty. Uh, Trump says, we're the ones that have stayed in the agreement and we've honored the agreement, but Russia has not, unfortunately, honored the agreement. So we're uh, terminating this agreement and we're going to pull out. That's what Trump said. I don't know exactly what he means by they did not honor the agreement. um, Because he doesn't really say that. Can I guess? Can I guess? The agreement was, was to not intervene in the election. It says here, for several years, U.S. <laughs> officials have accused Russia of violating the agreement. Vice Chairman Joint Chiefs of Staff in March 2017 believed that Russia had deployed a land-based cruise missile system that violates the spirit and intent of the treaty. So that's what it is. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently in, in 2017, they deployed a land-based cruise missile system, which I guess was against the rules, and we... It says, the Obama administration chose not to leave the agreement because of the objections from the Europeans, particularly Germany, and out of concern that it would rekindle an arms race. So that's why when that happened in March 2017, uh, yeah, okay. 
So before that, in 2014, Obama thought about getting out, but he decided not to because Germany told him not to. Right. And that it would rekindle an arms race. This is not good. I don't I don't see how this is how this could ever be a good mm. thing to get out of a nuclear arms treaty with Russia. No. Uh one thing it doesn't say in here but maybe it does. Oh here it is. Uh Russian Deputy Foreign Minister Sergey Rapov uh said the uh, withdrawal from the treaty would be a dangerous step which I'm sure won't be understood by the international community but arouses serious condemnations of all members of the world community who are committed to security and stability. So Russia is against getting out of this treaty, by the way. Right. They want to stay in this treaty. They don't want uh, to get in an arms race with us, so. Yeah. Interesting. The next thing I'm going to be somewhat controversial, I think. Uh, Transgender uh, Canadian uh, cyclist defense winning champion after bronze medalist complain uh rachel mccannon uh said uh says the backlash uh to her winning the uca uh master track cycling world champion last week has been intense uh she was uh elbowed because of uh, the rules that requires that uh, uh at least test run levels uh, to be given are uh, in range with uh, McKinnon, uh, we're in range because uh, but because McKinnon was born male, her victory has taken on massive political uh, significance, and she's been uh, fielding media and public interest uh, from around the world, some in congratulatory and much of it in the. I see my win uh, in the broader uh, political movement uh, where trans right has made a great stride since uh, people are waking up, McKinnon uh, said in an interview. Um, here's my problem with it. Okay. Uh, let's say you were a semi-decent... A uh, long runner, okay. Okay. Let's sure. let's say you were in the top ten in the world. Right. Uh, You're going to the Olympics. Right. All right. And uh, you uh, change sex, and you have a sex sex change, and from man to woman. Right. Okay. Uh, and and you compete on the same level as the girls. I don't. I don't really think that's fair. Because... Well, according to the... That's exactly what uh, the person as far... uh, The bronze medalist said. The bronze medalist on Twitter said, this is definitely not fair, she wrote on Twitter. Uh, Because it's not not really competing on the same level. I'm not saying she shouldn't be allowed to compete and anything like that but but the problem the problem becomes when you are uh, uh, if it, if it is a competitive edge that you se- uh, have a sex change right that is where I mean, the problem comes for me 
they're definitely trying to point out that she was eligible because she was at the same testosterone level as the other women. Right. Um, so it's not like... Uh, in some cases, I've heard a, uh, there was a, a, a high school wrestler or college wrestler right. who was, uh, went from male to female and she won, you know, just kicked everybody's ass in wrestling. Um, but she... She was at mid uh, transition, and mid transition, you're basic. You are, you're taking steroids. Right. You know what I mean. So there's definitely going to be uh, testosterone. There, it, that it definitely not like. I see that as being definitely uh, an advantage if you're at the time taking steroids. <laughs> you know what I mean. Right. Where this late, she was, this was she. Her t- testosterone levels were the same as everybody else. So then the question is. Uh, as is her body as being formerly male more adapt to uh to this kind of thing than a female body would be mm-hmm. is just having a body that uh had male capacity for muscle uh, gains and things like that does that it in and of itself uh make it unfair and i'm not really sure I'm, I, I, I really Let don't know. Let me give I, you I, another example that came to my mind. Do you remember uh, that uh, runner that killed his girlfriend and uh, he's in jail now? Uh, that was on stilts. Uh, yes. Right. Yeah. He he tried out uh, for the normal running team. Okay. Uh, I think there was a documentary about it. Uh, sure. Um, and uh, they found out that uh, him running on these plastic things gave him a little, like, it gave, gave him a little edge. He was running faster than all other people, like Jason Bolter and things like that. Okay. So he, sure. he wasn't allowed, I, I'm not sure it was him, but it was a documentary about this person that had the same thing. But but uh, I remember that in in the way they they talked about it on on the documentary and the reason why they said it wasn't okay was because it gave him a competitive edge, and I'm saying I don't I don't I don't mind it if it is fair. I don't think it's fair. I'm not saying that that uh, she should be banned from from competing, but winning. Winning on uh, because you have a competitive edge because you have changed your sex doesn't seem fair for me. I mean, you see, there's a picture of the you know the podium, right. the three winners, and she's like six feet of <laughs> higher than she's like than all the other. She's like six feet tall, yeah. and the other two are maybe in the mid five foot yeah. range. She's taller. Her legs are bigger. Right. Uh, she looks more muscular than the other two uh, winners in this in this scenario. Um, I did see a thing that said the the what is it the IOC, which is the commission that runs the Canadian cycling, uh, said that they are working on some some kind of uh, rules to cover this, but they're not really sure what those rules are yet because. Uh, just because there have been complaints, they need to figure out some way to right. uh, make everything fair. Right. Uh, I mean, another weird thing to think about is if the same scenario, but it was men cycling and it was a woman 
who transitioned to a man and then was in men's cycling, right? You wouldn't have the same complaint, right? Because of it being a woman in men's cycling, right? Where this does, but uh, because yeah, I don't know. Unless, of course, like match. I said. Unless, of course, like I said before, it's mid-transition and you're in the middle of taking steroids, right. then you definitely will have a competitive edge because you're taking steroids. But that, that, um, that, isn't, that isn't the That isn't the case, case here. here yeah. Yeah. That's what makes this interesting, as opposed to other ones where it's very kind of clear-cut. This is definitely not clear-cut. I don't, I don't know which side I necessarily fall on. Um, I definitely think that she deserves the right to... Uh, uh, compete in the sport she right. enjoys. Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, I just think there needs to be some kind of rules for for that for that concept of uh, keeping it fair for everybody. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm. I'm not saying that this is any easy decision. I just think it's uh, it's something that needs to be discussed because it's. Yeah. Definitely. It's some... I mean. Th- the hardest part to me is the whole idea of uh, keeping it fair because then, like I said, when you go to the female or the male side and you have a female person transitioning to male, it's not the same scenario. So you can't right. have the same rules that uh, you're going to add to this side of it to that side of it because they won't be equal. It's very if, it's hard to it make rules for this. Uh, well, there there is uh, scenarios that I could think of, like. Uh, where it is a competitive edge to be smaller and... Okay, yeah, if it's a different sport. Right. Right, exactly. Okay, let's say it's um, the Ho- balance beam, riding. like gymnastics. Okay, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah okay, yeah. exactly. Uh, you're a jockey. Jockey, yeah. Being a jockey, being smaller is definitely... Yeah, exactly, yeah. okay. So if you change the sport, then yeah. those things... Yeah, that is an interesting to think about is like other sports... If somebody's transitioning over, right. uh, I've heard Joe Rogan talk about MMA. Right. The whole idea of like uh, somebody transitioning in M- MMA is that dangerous to the other person? Is the other person going to get really hurt because right. they're basically fighting? It's a woman basically fighting a man. Right. If you're in the middle of transitioning, uh, I don't know. It's a it's a weird thing. I mean, we're probably going to get crap for just talking about this, but it's something that needs to be talked about. So, oh, we're we're going to get crap when I called. Roman Reigns, the cancer of WWE, so don't worry about That's that. That's true, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, let's go to the Julian Assange situation and explain to me what happened and we have an update to what happened and things like that. Right, um, I'll go into what happened uh, quick so we can go into the update. WikiLeaks uh, founder Julian Assange filed a lawsuit against, uh, in Ecuador against the new terms of asylum. Like we talked about last week, the whole asylum thing, and they said he they were going to give him his internet back as long as he took care of his cat and cleaned his bathroom, if you remember that. Uh, and this is saying uh, that Julian Assange filed a lawsuit against them, uh, saying he has not had access to internet since it was cut off. Uh, he has been held in inhuman conditions for more than six years. Even people who are imprisoned have phone calls paid for by the state. Uh, his lawyer said it's denigrating. So that happened, and then to, or yesterday night, uh, this morning, depending on what country you're in, uh, exclusive Ecuador no longer to uh, intervene with UK for WikiLeaks Assange. 
Ecuador's not planning on intervening with the British government on behalf of WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange in talks over his situation. Uh, the South American country's London embassy, uh, jo- Jose Valence says, the foreign minister said in an interview with Reuters that Ecuador's only responsibility was looking after Assange's well-being. After the Australians sued the country over new conditions placed on his asylum in London, uh, Ecuador has no responsibility to take any further steps, Valencia says. We are not Mr. Assange's lawyers. We are not representative of the British government. This matter uh, is to be resolved between Assange and Great Britain. So they could... I guess is what Ecuador is saying is they uh, the UK could just pull them out of there whenever they want and they're not going to stop them. Is that what it's sounding like to you? Yes. Um, I don't think that's happened yet as far as no. I know. No. Unless there's been some kind of update. Let me double check just to be sure that they like I wouldn't be surprised that if the news. Uh, nope. Nothing so far. So, yeah, I mean, if the whole thing here is that if the U.K. does pull him out, will they extradite him to the U.S.? And will the U.S. charge him with something as far as the whole Russia thing? Mm-hmm. Is any of that, is, I mean, like we said, is anybody even talking about the Russia thing anymore? Is that really even an issue anymore? I don't know. What Russia thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the Saudi Arabia thing, yes. Saudi Arabia came out this week and said, yeah. We killed them. It was a little. Uh, uh, it was a mistake, though. But we killed them. Um, After I think they changed their story. Like this was the third or fourth time they changed their story. Right. Was this one right? right? They they're like, okay, yes, we killed them, but it was a mistake that we did. I love how how they like. But it was. And the prince had no idea that any of this happened. Right. Is what they were saying, right? Yeah. Uh, another thing that came out was that they, did you see the video of the guy who was supposedly a body double for this journalist? Yes, I I did see that. Like, they killed him, and then they sent out a fake version of him to try to trick people into thinking he left the consulate. Um, and the guy has different shoes on, and he, he has long hair. And the journalist guy is bald. Well, he's not bald, but he's got, you know, he's got the old guy baldness where you have, like, the right. crown around the... Uh, so it doesn't look anything like the guy, but they, I all. guess they're trying to trying to say that that was what it was. Um, but yeah, Turkish President uh, Recep Tayyip Erdogan said uh, on Tuesday that the killing of Saudi journalist Jamal uh, Khashoggi was savagely planned by the Saudis. Odiran uh, er- said uh, in a speech to the Turkish parliament. Sorry? It says Erdogan called on Saudi Arabian leaders, including the, ki- uh, the king, to uh, accede a Turkish trial for the suspects. My proposal to this... Uh, this is what the Erdogan says. My proposal to the Saudis is that the 18 people who were arrested should be tried on our soil in Istanbul. Um, what I saw, uh, we talked about the whole um, Turkish situation as far as they had evidence, but it hasn't been released right. or whatever. Right. Uh, what I saw is the reason they haven't released it is that if they do, it will reveal their source of the information. Uh, 
You know what I mean? Like, the person who is there, it's going to put that person in danger. Right. And that's the reason they're not releasing that. But I still think somebody should look at it to prove that this is true one way or another, especially if they're claiming it. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely... Uh, the Saudis are saying they definitely it definitely happened, yeah. at least at this point, which they yeah. weren't saying last week. But they're still denying that it was... That they're at fault, I guess. They're saying it was a mistake, like Frosa. Right. Really, really, really big mistake. Yeah, oops. Talking about mistakes, I think the link to the next thing was a mistake. Uh, the page you're looking for isn't here. I yeah. wonder if it got deleted. Uh, I have another. Oh, let me find it real quick. Because I know Let's I have... Uh... There we go. Alright. Uh, I'll post it up on Skype so you have it. Chinese city plans to launch artificial moon. Uh, <laughs> dust... Sorry? I said uh, the... Dust... A uh, dust-like glow of proposed satellite could light up an area with a diameter of uh, 10 to 80 kilometers, is what I'm seeing. So oh. they're pl they're planning on launching an artificial moon. Okay. But look! Uh, there look. is reportedly an ambitious... What? They don't have to do that. The moon that's there is already fake. It's, it's hollow. Yes. Right. Uh, the southwestern Chinese city plans to launch an illuminated satellite in 2020, uh, according to the People's Daily. The artificial moon is designed to complement the moon at night, uh, although it will be eight times as bright as the normal moon. Mm. Uh, with precise illumination range, uh, it could be controlled within 10 meters, enabling it to replace streetlights. It was a vision of Wu Chan Feng, a chairman of a private space contractor, Shengdu Aerospace Science and Technology, uh, at a national mass innovation and entrepreneurship event ha held last week. Hey. It is not clear whether the plans yeah. ha uh, has the backing of the city or the Chinese government, uh, though it is the main... The, oh, the, though the main contractor for it is the Chinese space program. In, All right. So in, three, in 2013, it says in this article, three large computers controlled mirrors uh, were installed above a Norwegian town of Rukan to track the movement of the sun and reflect its rays down on the town square. Rukan, or at least a small town, but uh, visual part of Rukan is not the longest. Uh, stuck where the sun doesn't shine so it's the same thing they did in norway that's cool it, well except they're doing it at night right. and this one was during the daytime because you're so high up there right. that the sun is so low i'm guessing that was the idea we're gonna make the sun right. uh shine in the time especially in those times of year where it's really low in the sky it's really the cool. norwegian idea yeah. and then the chinese idea is hey we can use less energy at night, by turning off streetlights, yeah. if we just had a, a moon that was eight times as bright. So let's just build a moon in the sky. Mm. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, 
Who is the person who goes, uh, maybe we should just build another moon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. You my moon, I'm your moon. We <clears throat> go round and round. So, we're going to watch a crazy woman. Or is she crazy? I don't I don't know. Uh, let's read a little bit about this before we get into the video. Uh, I think the video is like a minute and 30 seconds. Yes. There's no actual video. It's just audio of an interview with the lady um, from our favorite Apex TV, which we've talked about in the past, bro. Yes. Uh, Time-traveling woman claims to have seen a world as a giant computer with machine people and beings from other worlds uh, in an extraordinary prophecy from the future. Mm -hmm. uh, it says the uh, recording supposedly created in 1966 of a voice which alleges to be an 88-year-old woman who speaks about a bizarre vision of the future. So this is supposedly recorded in 1966 and just now loaded up on YouTube. So go ahead and give me a countdown from... In three, two, one, play. The prophecy was alleged given by an 88-year-old woman 52 years ago, is what the title says. Let right. I'll tell right. you. I'll tell, tell you what I saw. I saw a time in which society had changed greatly. Definitely an it accent happening. Yeah. How it is today. When my vision started, Can't really place the accent. I saw the world from above. I saw all the lands of Earth. And I floated gently, like <laughs> a feather, down into what looked like a big city. This was like no city that exists today. Okay. I was amazed by what I saw. Great big buildings that seemed to go up for miles, and all the cars were flying. Is she talking about me. New York? I looked around and saw flying cars. I think she's talking. Maybe she just was went into the future and watched um like Back to the Future. <laughs> now, let me tell you, it wasn't only people I saw. I also saw machine people and beings machine people. from other worlds. Okay. Interesting. I saw beings from other worlds. I, I could not place that accent. I want to say Eastern European or maybe like Israeli, something like that. It definitely sounds... Norwegian. I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't think it sounded Nor maybe like Dutch, but I didn't think it had, had like a Norwegian accent. No. I'm kind of joking. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's interesting. It's not that far, just, it, it, far away. 2033. Exactly. That's what I think is interesting is most of these, at least the ones we've covered, it's like in 3142, this right. is going to happen. Where this one's only, uh, what, uh, 15 years away. Yeah. It's a lot more, a lot closer. Yeah. We will see. Well,. Will we see if she's right? Maybe we're killed by the machine. Maybe if we make it that far. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> if we're not killed. Honestly, I think flying cars have been proven that that just never work. Right. So, I, I don't know. Yeah. Tesla. Tesla's flying car. 
So, uh, Tron is going to tell uh, the truth about Space Force, my ass. This is Tron, but Tron tells the truth. You slide you the segments in one take. Yes, the first take is the take you hear and the only take I do. I sit up all week and just try to mix for, get ideas to get in order and things like that and look, look, then get the words to get in order because, yes, I'm speaking Norwegian as my first language. This week I really had some issues with one question and I tried to start this segment again and again and again. I know Americans love the military. They love the military so much that they have to spend so, um, insane amounts of money on it. Yeah, you have more military than the, the seven next on the list altogether. And those next seven or the next ten or twenty are usually your allies. So who can we defend us against? Yes, there must be somebody who can defend us against because today, no, not long ago, Donald Trump launched Space Force. Yes, a new branch of the military who's going to protect us in space. It's very, very important to, to do that because space is usually occupied by transgender left-wing liberals who in magic beams try to stand back to Earth to make all conservatives in the world bisexual. So it's be- best that they have a defense system up there because up in space... They're only space enough to Americans, it looks like. The funny thing is that nobody speaks about is the insane amount of money is going to be used in that. Again, even when they don't have any function whatsoever, people don't ask anything against the military. What is a good military who becomes a religion? If the military says that we want an army in every country there is and they're going to cut down on social welfare, they're going to cut down on everything... You said, the Americans said, yeah, that's a good idea. Because standing at the question against this is, yes, attacking the troops. Well, I don't know what to say, but this government is your government. But it's not winning. It's losing money by the day. And people who, and Trump showed to the work numbers is good. But still people have to have two or three jobs to get things to go around. But not everyone makes that even go around. United States is not a beacon anymore. It's just a swamp. So if you don't vote, this swamp will continue to grow. This was Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. Have a nice day. Fuck it. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Ready? I'm ready. That was uh, Tron telling the truth. Uh, we have an email address. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com. Another digital citizen at gmail.com. Have you gotten any emails this week? Nobody emails. No. No. Uh, we have a Facebook group. Anything cool? On our Facebook group, it's another digital citizen on Facebook. Yeah, nothing really super interesting there. I mean, I posted up the trailer for uh, Rookie of the Year, if you want to see the trailer from that, from the 90s. <laughs> because we talked about it last week. Exactly, yeah. Huh? 
So we have some manifest news before we go into the episode. Oh yeah, manifest news, right? So manifest episode five is what we're going to cover here today. But I guess manifest is doing a lot better than we thought. I mean, we think the show is very badly put together. Uh, but apparently, other people yes. are quite enjoying this because what I'm seeing is NBC has put in a full order. What Yay. I had seen is that it was set for ten episodes. Um, uh-huh. and then... Now it's 18! Uh, I, well, well, then it, I saw it was for 13, and now the news comes out after the fourth episode just aired, uh, that they're making it a 16-episode order, a 16. uh, yeah. for a full season, which shows that <sighs> the network... Uh, sorry, it shows that the network doesn't, re- uh, have any lack of faith in its new series. Uh, so yeah, it seems like uh, people are watching this, and they're uh, enough that they're ordering more episodes. So, what do you think about that, Fro? I'm so happy. <laughs> I know. I went. I'm wait, so... we have to cover 16 episodes of this. Uh, That's what uh, I was thinking. Yep, that was uh, my thinking as well. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm looking at it. Okay, I'm seeing another article. It's about the the plus threes uh, the, as far as the ratings okay. go for this. So we talked about the ratings uh, last week, I think. Uh, as Like, they're pretty much, you know, it's not any better than, like, Raw or SmackDown as far as the live ratings, right, Fro? But mm-hmm. in the plus threes, this show is insane. Um, uh, in the plus threes, it has a 2.9 where initially it had a 1.6, it, it's an 81% gain in ratings with the plus threes. So most people are actually watching this on DVR. Right, I should mention that. The plus threes, uh, for people who don't understand what the rating system, is when people watch a show after it initially aired on their DVR within three days of the initial right. airing. So uh, that's what this counts. So, and, and I would say most people in this day and age watch stuff on oh, yeah. their DVR instead of watching it live, mostly because they want to fast forward through commercials or they just are busy right. doing other things. You know what I mean? Um, it's it's been really long since I I I watch I watch some things live, but it's more competitive shows like Dancing with the Stars or. Or something like that. It's more that kind of thing. Right, okay. When people are going out on the live thing. So right. I want to see it live. You would think that, this, that, that the whole live thing would have something to do with it. But as far as the plus threes go uh, and the ratings, right. I've got the shows uh, around it, like the top ten. So number one was Sunday Night Football with 7.0 in the plus threes. So people, and Thursday Night Football is number two with a 4.5. This is of last week. So football... Mm. Even in the plus threes is the number one and number two rated shows on television. Uh, number three, mm. This Is Us with a 3.6. Big Bang wow. Theory is number four with a 3.3. And the number five is Manifest with a 2.9. Right. Uh, beating it's, it's... Grey's Anatomy at number six. Uh, Young right. Sheldon at number seven. Uh, and then 9-11 or nine one one, whatever the, that one show you, you've watched, bro. So. Yes. Uh, but yeah, let's go into the episode, I guess. What is this episode about? Because I really need you to tell me, because... Because <laughs> you don't remember? 
I don't really know. No, I watched it like two, two minutes before we were going to record. Uh, I was like, okay, yes, okay, I need to see this. Oh, yay, I'm so looking forward to this. Okay, what I'm seeing here, stories unfold for those left behind in the aftermath of Flight 828's disappearance. Meanwhile, in the present, Cal takes Ben on a mysterious adventure that awakens Ben to his son's perplexing ability. Michaela mm. tries to protect Jared from the consequences at work while keeping her romantic feelings at bay. I, I, I. This, this is the soap opera version of a TV show sometimes, especially in this episode. This episode was the worst episode for me so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, the three main reasons was uh, the backflashes back into what happened before. The, the oh, the plane. flashbacks. Flashbacks, yes. Right, okay. Was completely uninteresting where it was interesting last week. At least the backflashes. Um, this week it was not interesting at all. Uh, also, they tend to... Um, use a lot of bad actors especially this, the daughter in the main family she is awful and she had a lot to do this episode okay. um, and also the main plot and the child actor there is like uh, the young son I mean he's not too bad for like his age as far as an actor goes uh right. But there are issues with this, that whole story. Uh, oh, yeah. Definitely the dialogue. There's a part here. I actually wrote down time code. It's 14 and a half minutes into the show. So it's like halfway through the show. All right. Well, yeah. a quarter of the way through the show. And they're on, it's Cal and his dad, the little kid with cancer, and his right. dad. And they're out on the, uh, the Coney Island is where they're at, right? Right. And Cal, Cal's like, oh, we got to go home or whatever. They do the thing. They're going to go home. And Cal says... Let's go. I hear the train. And his dad, they cut to a shot of his dad. And behind him, behind the dad, you see two trains. Because it's like mm-hmm. a double-decker train uh, uh, rails, like one on top of each other. There's two trains you can see right in the shot. Mm-hmm. So why would Cal say, let's go, I hear the train? When literally yep. right behind the guy, there's two trains. Why would you say, I hear the train, when the train is right. in the shot? You can see the train. You don't see it. Yep. So it was like they wrote the dialogue, shot it, and then forgot to change the dialogue when the shot didn't work. You know what I mean? Very bad. <laughs> in, the yeah, fla- no, I don't... in the flashbacks, Fro, that you were saying yeah. the flashbacks were really bad, um, yeah. why is nobody questioning... The disappearing plane in the flashbacks. Why is no, no in no in no part of these flashbacks at any point does anybody go? Where did the plane disappear to? Wouldn't that be right. a question you asked in this situation? Yeah. And the romantic stuff is also totally uninteresting. Right. Yeah. That's not like what what I said. It's the soap opera part of the the show. I, 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 like, 
I'm not far from saying we will not cover this again. It's too late now, bro. We're we're at the point where it's like uh, the point of no return. <laughs> the point of no return. But yeah. At this point, there's no turning back, bro. We've gone past <laughs> that point. Uh, we will see if it gets if it gets even worse. I I I I, I am going to say that cover it. You can cover it by your own. But uh, yeah, it's at least it's watchable. I think I mean, if it gets worse, that's better for us to cover it because it's fu- for me that's funner <laughs> to cover. I don't know about you. Um, there's another part in this. Okay, we get the opening bit. It's like last time on Manifest. Yeah, they show you the thing. Yes, and it shows the statue from last episode, statue. bro. And it's yeah, like I that's know. the very last thing you see in the last time yeah. on is the statue I jumping guess, out. Guess, guess how much we saw of the statue this episode? Zero! Zero statue <laughs> in this episode. None! Absolutely nothing. And they teased that that was going to be part of this episode in the yep. last week on. Yep. Oh my gosh, this show is... This show is so bad, It's fun. it really is fun to make fun of. Oh. And it's even funner to make fun of now that I know everybody likes it. Maybe I'm just a contrarian and I want to hate things other people like, but th- in this case, I hated this before I knew anybody liked it. So, remember, we- we're on the under the mind control of Russian bots because we didn't like Star Wars. Oh, uh, that's true. Right. Right. So, uh, before we go into <laughs> news, uh, no, before we go into TV, we have some TV news. Netflix cancels Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Right, okay. Advertising uh, Marvel's ambitious superhero projects. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It it happened quite close to each other. Um, I watched season three of uh, um, of uh, Luke Cage. Fucking hell! No. Um, Iron Daredevil. Dare Daredevil. Because it came out this week on Friday. Oh, okay. Uh, and it was really good, by the way. But uh, we'll talk about that a little later. Well, talk about it now. But... We're talking about this now. Let's talk about it. Okay. And I, I would give uh, give this season an 8 out of 10. Okay. I really like, like this third season. I didn't like uh, the second season, so it was... Uh, but uh, they took the villain from season one and did something really interesting with him. And he's played really good um, by James DeFranco. Is that his name, I think? He plays Pinhead, Pinball, Pin uh, something. You think I know this thing? It's a superhero show, bro. I have no clue about uh-huh. any of this. Yeah. But yeah, but it's, it's interesting because uh, it, it came just after that. Like... They uh, they uh, released uh, uh, Daredevil on Friday, October nineteenth, and uh, then it broke after that that they were both canceling Iron Fist and Luke. Does it say why? Uh, no. Okay. Because we don't know anything about ratings. Well, right, we know but... that it was. Uh, badly criticized by uh, reviewers. I hated Iron Fist. It's the worst thing uh, they made in Marvel Cinematic, like on on TV. It's the shittiest thing on 
by Marvel on TV, I think. Well, on Nef- in Netflix. Long time. Right. And Netflix yes. probably just tired of spending money on these shows that aren't good. That's probably what it was. And Luke Cage wasn't that great either. Uh, the only two shows that I really liked is Daredevil and Jessica Jones. And it seems like both Daredevil and Jessica Jones is, is maybe continuing. But the problem is also, um, if we take uh, in consideration, is that uh, Marvel is opening their streaming service uh, in 2019. So maybe they want uh, to make uh, new things uh, for, for uh, Iron Fist right. and Luke okay. Cage for that. I got some other TV news before we get into the TV. I actually don't have a lot of TV to talk about this week, to be honest. So, okay. not a big deal. I have. Uh, big Brother uh, in talks with Netflix. Big Brother UK. Yeah. Big Brother fans. We talked about this last week. Uh, no, we didn't. I sent you this yeah, article we this week, but we didn't talk. Oh. About... Oh. Yeah. Because this article came I, out this week, so we couldn't have talked about this last I, I feel like we talked about this last week because we talked about it on chat. Right, exactly. I, I'm stupid. Okay. Yes, sorry. Uh, well, right, where was I? Uh, long-running reality season, Big Brother UK, Celebrity Big Brother UK, uh, could end up being available on streaming uh, as bosses are in talks with Netflix, according to the UK paper The Sun. Uh, mm-hmm. Reports Endemol, which who owns Big Brother format, uh, will sit down to a discussion with Netflix. Uh, It says Netflix could be the savior of Big Brother. The news fans have been waiting for uh, since Channel 5 made the announcement. This is something me and Fro talked about on the show in the past that we were kind of saying, oh, it would be interesting if they got picked up by some kind of streaming service. I think we had said ITV maybe, their streaming service, or maybe... Mm -hmm. uh, Netflix or uh, Amazon, something like that, and mm-hmm. they're at least in talks with Netflix. I can see Netflix being very interested in picking this up. So, uh, I mean, as far as this season goes, it's turning into American Big Brother. Yes, it is, but it's still really, really good. I actually like the way it's like it's like a combination of the two shows now. It's like they're putting right. elements of UK or um, American and Canada in there, and the, it's 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 adding to the show, but at the same time, they're not taking away some of the stuff that makes it the Big Brother UK, as far as you know, the fans vote and things like that. So, and it's kind of interesting. It's the first uh, season I've seen in a while where I've seen an episode a day. Okay. Instead of binging it. All right. At the end. Oh really? Okay. Uh, because I I wanted to know what happened with Thomas. <laughs> well, he's still in there. He's still going. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's still going strong. Uh, who do you do you have anybody who you think is the favorite right now? Thomas. Oh, Thomas. Oh, definitely. Okay. Um, I'm thinking Kean and oh yeah, um, yeah. the skinny nerdy guy. What's his name? Um. Oh. Right. The kid who yeah. came out as gay. He de- I think he definitely yes. has a huge chance to win if he makes it to the end. If he gets into the, the, la- the final, he's going to win, I think. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I watched uh, some TV this week. Uh, not incredibly much, but uh, 
Uh, I don't know if you have uh, gotten this video, but the guestbook is back for a new season. Is it? Okay. I did not know that. Yes. Uh, they moved to another place uh, uh, with new actors. Some some of the old actors are still there. Okay. Uh, well, two of them. Uh, Darnell from uh, uh, Earl, uh, my name is Earl, is still there. Okay. Crabman and right. uh, uh, the prostitute. Uh, the other lady from the, My Name Is Earl. No, the big one, big girl. Oh, the oh, the the stripper. Yeah, not the prostitute. Yes. Well, I guess she kind of was a prostitute in a way. Well, <laughs> yeah, she gave she she gave people hand jobs. Right. I think that's uh, sexual. Right, and it was for money in a strip club. So yeah, I yes. guess that is prostitution. Right. But yeah, it's a new town uh, and uh, new actors. I thought this was interesting. I I don't really want to talk too much about it before you see see it. So I'm I'm going to spare any like what I thought about it to next week because I know that you are going to watch this now. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'll at least check out the episode. Um... I didn't even hear anything about this coming back, so I'm surprised to hear. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, okay. Not a lot of. I mean, there wasn't a lot of hype for the initial one, but there's no. even less hype for the second season. So, hmm. can't imagine this yeah. is going to do well in the ratings, but. And it's uh, picked up by PBS. CBS. No P. PBS. Public. Public yeah, Broadcasting PBS, Network. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Weird. All right. It wasn't on that before. It was on a different channel. So. Hmm. I know. All right. Interesting. I will definitely have to check it out now. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, public broadcasting does have commercials nowadays. Back, have, in, back in the day, changed, they didn't have commercials, but nowadays they do. So. They have changed a lot of things. So I'm I'm just going to shut up. And, and let me see it. All right. But, Everybody yeah. else go check it out too, I guess. Um, hmm? I guess the only, like, I only really saw one thing. I mean, I watched a lot of stuff that is just on right now, but the only thing I saw that was new is f the very best show in the entire world, Fro, Jordy Shore, Season 18, Episode 1. Yay. <laughs> yep. They got drunk, Fro, and did stupid shit, surprisingly, in the show. What the su surprise? I know. Isn't that weird that they went out to a club, they got drunk, and they came back and they ate food and uh, got mad at each other. It like every other season. <laughs> so nothing really interesting, but it is back. Mm. Uh, as surprisingly, that this show is back. Cool. How long does this show is gonna uh, last? Like I we're watched... gonna be fifty years old, Fro, and there's gonna be like these kids, and it's gonna be like the Geordie Shore. <laughs> uh, you know, in the future is gonna be a very strange show. I think. <laughs> Uh, I watched Eli Roth's History of Her Horror, the two first episodes. Okay. Um, I love horror movies, uh, and this is a sit-down discussion about, like, horror, and they made it uh, boring with people like Stephen King, uh, uh, yeah, a lot of, of people there i watched two episodes i'm not going to watch anymore 
it's the most boring thing I have seen. And Rob Zombie was in it as well. And I, I like Eli Roth uh, as well. But it, this was just fucking atrociously boring. And it's about horror. How how do you make history of horror movies boring? I don't know. I know uh, Rob Zombie is... He is a very... Uh, uh, he's very well versed in his horror history. The guy knows a lot yeah. about the history of horror movies. He's got all this memorabilia his house is just covered in memorabilia and everything so uh, uh I, yeah. he, eli roth i don't know if he knows as much as rob zombie maybe oh. and as far as his movies go to me fro they're hit or miss to be honest some oh, yeah. are really really good and some are like all right this is just cheap scare tactics you know what i mean so yeah Rob Zombie's Halloween is still one of my least favorite Halloween movies, just saying. Um, maybe go back and watch the the original. We're going to talk about this new Halloween, but the original Halloween, right. go back and watch. That is not a, even a good movie. That that movie, no. the first one is like a really bad, badly put together film. So It is. Uh, but uh, the third thing I watched this week was called A President Show Documentary, The Fall of Donald Trump. The, um, the what? The fall of Donald Trump. Yes. Okay. A president show is uh, a thing on comedy special where actors like come and play uh, things and uh, Kathy Griffin plays uh, 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 that crazy lady and she's really, really good at it. Uh, uh, Conway. Conway? Is that her name? Oh, Kellyanne Conway. Yes. Okay. And she's really good. But uh, this was, this was really really funny. It's called a president show documentary, the fall of Donald Trump. So that's the third third thing I watched. Other than all the regular things like, for example, now I'm getting a little fed off. It's uh, the perch. I didn't see it yesterday. Actually, I was busy last night. Okay. Yep. Watching a movie. Okay. Cool. Anything special, though? It, as far as Purge goes? Uh, no. Not other than that I'm... I'm... I don't know how many episodes are there. Are left? Uh, I, I really you don't know? know. No, I don't know. Uh, I'm seeing uh, it gets over it, November 6th. So, the beginning of next month. So, no... It must be like five episodes left. Yeah, or maybe less. It's kind of. Tre- I I felt like this episode kind of was treading some of the old waters. It wasn't really moving on too much for me. I don't know. Okay, I'll have to sh- I'll have to check it out. I, I I don't know. I mean, uh, one thing that happened this week they moved Young Sheldon and Big Bane to Thursday. Uh, from they were right. playing on Monday. That was one thing, and the other thing I was going to mention. I think Magnum P.I. is my favorite show right now on TV. It's a really good. It's a really fun oh, show. It's really good. Yeah. It's really, really good. It's still really good. Surprise. Hello, it's a surprise look. one, that show. Yeah. Look. Hmm. I can see you. Can I'm you? stalking you. Are you you're stalking yeah. me? Okay. Yeah. I'm following you around. Okay. That's what we're going to talk about now. We're going to talk about something really creepy. Gang stalking. Right, it's not Ooh. not exactly stalking, 
but it is kind of, I guess. <laughs> I guess I'm going to go into oh. what stalking is. Just so everybody, I mm-hmm. think everybody knows what it is, but stalking is unwanted or repeated surveillance of an individual or group uh, mm-hmm. towards another person. Stalking uh, behaviors are are uh, related to harassment and intimidation and may include the following may include following the victim or person and monitoring them. Uh, the term stalking is used to uh, used with some differing definitions in uh, psychology as well as some legal ju- uh, ju- jurisdictions as a term for a criminal uh, offense. So as far as stalking goes, that's what stalking is, you know, following people around, like watching them. That's stalking. But we're not talking about stalking. We're talking about gang stalking, bro. So what's gang stalking, bro? What is it? Well, I mean, if you want a definition, I think the only place to get a definition of gang stalking is uh, Urban Dictionary. So you want me to go there? All right. Urban Dictionary definition. Gang stalking is is simply a form of community mobbing or organized stalking, uh, just uh, like you have at workplace mobbing. And online mobbing, which are both fully recognized as legitimate, uh, this is a community form of mobbing. So what is workplace mobbing? Uh, workplace mobbing is when co-workers collectively gang up on another co-worker. Includes things like gossip, criticism, uh, false reports to management, and such. Uh, gang stalking yeah. is an organized harassment at, at, at best. It's targeting... Oh, it's the targeting of an individual for revenge, jealousy, sport, or to keep them quiet. Yeah. Yeah. The government does it, according to a website that I read this week. Right. Uh, let's go to the electronic harassment <laughs> section of uh, of the Wikipedia thing. Mm-hmm. Electronic harassment is kind of it's related to gang stalking, but it's not gang stalking. Uh, mm. Gang stalking is uh, is a is a, it's the lie it's the IRL version of electronic harassment. Right. right. Uh, so electronic harassment, electro electromagnetic torture, or psychotronic torture is a conspiracy theory that government agents use electromagnetic radiation. Radar and surveillance techniques to transmit sound and thoughts into people's heads, affect people's Ooh. bodies, and harass people. Individuals who claim to experience this call themselves targeted individuals, which we're going to get into. Uh, they are victims of gang stalking, and may many have joined support and ag- advocacy groups. Multiple medical yeah. professionals have evaluated that these experiences are just hallucinations, or a result of delusional disorders or psychosis. Um, the same sources from which arise religious delusions or accounts of alien del- uh, alien abductions uh, and belief in visitations from dead relatives. It can be difficult to persuade people who experience this that their beliefs are external are in an external influence is an, a delusion. So they're saying right. most people think that these people are crazy for saying this. All right. Okay. <coughs> well, you talked about organizations. Okay. Uh, is there an organization out there that that keeps 
like people that feel targeted give them maybe a little justice oh uh, yeah so we covered targeted justice in the past when uh, we did the whole fentanyl lace compl- uh, flyers conspiracy so we went to this mm-hmm. website and checked out their stuff but we didn't really go super deep into it because what we were doing on that one was just focusing on the conspiracy of the f- uh, fentanyl flyers uh, yeah but we found that this was super interesting we wanted to go deeper into it so let's go to their website targetedjustice.com yeah and uh, Luke and me we are actually going to do a little con- we're going to do a little live a check of one of their claims there. Because they have a claim here that is kind of interesting. And are you born in the United States? I'm in the United States, yes. Uh, are you sure? Let me look around. Yes. Okay, because you, you're tracked. I, uh, I am being tracked. Satellite. Yeah, it says yeah. this is no joke, bro. Yeah, this is not joke. So... Please place your hand firmly on the top of your back of your head and hold it for 30 seconds. Can you do that for me? Okay, let me read this again. Place your hand firmly on the back, on the top back part of your head and hold it. Okay. And they have a picture I'm showing. So just let me do it. Okay. I'm going to count it. And you will feel feel that it pops and pulses on your knuckles. Okay, wait. And the top of your head will begin to tingle according to this website. All right, read that bottom part while I'm waiting. Got to go 30 seconds. Uh, The USF Space Command at Shiver Air Force Base operates the satellite. And CIA in Denver provides the founding for this illegal problem. Satellite tracking frequencies are 600 to 3,000. 750 megahertz. The President of the United States and Congress do not know about this program. I actually do feel the top of my hand tingling, but I think that's because I'm holding my hand up in the air and the blood is coming out of my hand because if you hold your hand up in the air for a long time, you know what I mean, bro? No, it proves satellite tracking. Okay, I guess so. We just proved it. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Oh, fucking hell. Right. I had so much fun with this. But that really doesn't have anything to do with gang stalking. No, no, no. Gang stalking is something completely different, right. I know, I know. It's it's just a little funny. Right, that's actually the very first thing you see on their website. So it is, like, if you go on their website, that's the first thing you're going to see. So it is a good place to start. I'm not saying that wasn't. Mm -hmm. But it really, it's part of the whole concept of being a targeted individual. So being a targeted individual uh, is somebody who, it doesn't necessarily just have to do with satellite tracking or whatever they're saying here from the U.S. Air Force Space Command. Um it also has to, uh, it can be, uh, you're being gang stalked. It can be, you're being, uh, harassed. It could be, what was the other, oh, I, I wrote some of them down here. Uh, they wrote, called it organized stalking here on this website. Uh, vo- so I, I, I think we should go to there because right. if you go to more, but uh, there's organized stalking. You go to the drop down menu, you go to organized stalking, but real quick, the other things that, uh, as far as being a targeted individual. They say, voice-to-skull technology. 
So this is like a technology they claim the government has that sends voices into your head and right. uh, makes fake, I guess, thoughts in your brain. Uh, they put thoughts in your head. Dream manipulation, Fro? Did you see mm-hmm. anything about this? Yep. Uh, that they government use... Uh, dream interrogation. So, like, you're in your dream, and they'll, it, this is, like, straight out of Inception, basically, that somebody's interrogating you, trying to get information out of you in your dreams. Uh, remote neural monitoring. Have you heard... Did you hear about that, Fro? No. So, this is just like the, the thing we were just reading about as far as the targeting with the satellite, except they can actually, according to, the, to these people, remote neural monitoring, they can see, like... Uh, using these satellites, they can connect into your brain and see your heart rate, like uh, all the, uh, how your body's doing. They can see through your eyes, apparently. They can use your eyes mm-hmm. as cameras and see through your eyes. They can hear your thoughts and all those things. And this uh, goes into what they call a hive mind technology, where they're trying to create some kind of hive mind where they use this technology and spread it out over a massive area so that everybody in this area is being affected the same. So they could use it according to them to start riots or make people really aggressive, or they could use it to make people really docile and not, uh, uh, not aggressive. So they could use it for either one. That's according to these people, as far as technology goes. Now let's get into the gang stalking section of their website. Yes. Because targeted justice has learned that the DHS and FBI from fusion centers are the command centers for gang stalking. So that's good to know. This information came to targeted justice from former cop turned whistleblower. So we know we can trust him. Right. Gang stalking is usually performed. And his name is nowhere to be found here. So. No, no, no. Of course not, because he's a whistleblower. Right. Gang stalking is usually performed under a group called Humit. Humint. Humint. Short or for human, human intelligence. intelligence. Yeah. Yes. Why? 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 Why short, shorten it to something that's almost impossible to say? Uh, everyone working at the emergency operation center or nine one one center probably knows about numerous calls regarding gang stalking and microwave weapon attacks. So they're t- putting those things together. Uh, the person in charge of the cover-ups is called the intelligent officer. Mm. Use search engines to find the emergency operating center for your city. You can take public pictures of vehicles entering and leaving the parking of any public building. Why would you want to do that, though? (laughs) Because then you can prove they are stalking you by stalking them. By stalking them? Oh, yeah, that's it. Okay. Okay, it says down here, it says, uh, find the fusion center in your state. So I'm going to go find... The fusion center in my state, fro. Okay, Oregon found it. Uh, Oregon Terrorism Information Threat Assessment Network. Okay. You need to go there and stalk them so they can stop stalking you. Right. Yeah. Uh. 
I don't know why. It's not letting me go. It's redirecting me to some other page or a t or Titan or Titan.org. Okay. I don't know. I'm... While he looks for that, I will read a little going on. Okay. If you experience V2K voice to skull signals with a specific voice, it's likely that the voice was recording using Adobe Vocal or similar software. The voice you hear is a computer generated and it's typed into a computer and sent using the same signal that direct harmful microwaves carrying frequencies from 3920 to 3935 megahertz. It can alternatively be sent by using cell towers. According to Dr. Paul F. Banco, PhD, a former government scientist, the BAME recent frequency is around 450 MHz. It's used to train your brain to hear signals sent to this frequency. Cool. Okay, well, yeah, again, that has nothing to do with gang stalking, but actually, Fro, okay, I found a, the place. You see where it says uh, infraguard.org? Yes. Go to go to that website. It says, in my opinion, much of the illegal activity is carried out through the InfraGuard and Citizen Corps groups. This is done by the FBI and DHS to avoid the Freedom of Information Act request to hide the criminal activity. All right, so I'm going to the InfraGuard mm. group, and really, okay, it says about. InfraGuard is a partnership between FBI and members of the private sector. The InfraGuard program provides a vehicle and seamless public private collaboration with the government that expedites the timely exchange of information and promotes promotes mutual learning opportunities relevant to protection of critical infrastructure with thousands of vetted members nationally InfraGuard's memberships includes business executives entrepreneurs military government officials computer professionals academia state and local law enforcement each dedicated to contributing industry-specific insight and advancing national security. That sounds <laughs> a little bit nefarious. Yeah, a little. It says InfoGuard has 82, chapter, 82 chapters with more than 46,000 members nationwide helping Jesus. to protect and defend critical infrastructure. Okay, now, okay, so they're claiming that this is the group that's gang-stalking people. And that they have 46,000 mm -hmm. members across the country, and those are the people that are gang-stalking people. Alright. Um, this definitely... I, I don't see how this could not be nefarious. This is weird. Yeah, people go to info, infraguard.org and check out their website here. It's very... Okay. Press, press releases. More than 400 of our nation's uh, Fortune 500 has representatives in InfraGuard. That's really, really calms me down. Not really. Yeah, and this is, it says in the thing that it's uh, private, sec like private, um, like just regular people in all these different uh different businesses and uh, executives, entrepreneurs, computer professionals, academia, like I said, and they're working with the FBI 
this is a really weird, yeah, this is weird, okay. I'm kind of understanding what, what these targeted justice people are talking about now when I'm reading this website. This is, this is kind of fucked up. Kind of. It says here, the FBI arranges payments for gang stalking through a corrupt system of fake receipts. Okay, I'm going to go look at this. this I'm, I'm back at targetedjustice.org, or .com, bro, just to let you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go to that website and see what the Intercept has to say about this whole thing. As far as gang stalking goes, bro, it's an interesting concept. Think of it as... uh, I I saw somebody talking about it as um, street theater. Have you ever heard that term before? I have. Uh, That these people, like, it's a... You think everybody on the street is normal. It's like that commercial with the the mm. Norway commercial where everybody's just standing around and then all of a sudden they start acting a certain way because these people from Norway showed up. Remember that commercial, bro? That's what these people are talking mm-hmm. about. Like, everybody on the street when they walk down the road is an actor and they're just trying to manipulate this person who's supposedly the targeted individual. That's an interesting thing about this whole gang stalking uh, conspiracy, I guess. This is definitely a conspiracy because we're talking about tens of thousands of people working with the government to try to target these specific individuals. That's like a, a conspiracy if I've ever heard one. Okay, I'm seeing here. And uh, go ahead. And you can fight by back. You can write to your senators. That's okay. You can write to your state uh, legislator. You can talk to the city council. You can find the nearest FBI building. You can protest near near the fusion center but here here's like and and you can hand out flyers you can sign up uh, for uh, a police department sheriff department firemen putting letters on the car window is okay um, protests at airfare force spaces protests at NSA buildings but here is like, okay, I think it was, uh, yeah, point 20. Take calcium supplements. The micro- microwaves causes a deputation in your body. So he, he discovered, uh, Dr. Ross O'Day discovered that calcium uh, uh, deputation is from microwaves. So if you take calcium... It will get harder for the government to track you. Uh, no, I don't think that's it. Oh, well, okay. Where where are you saying you you went to? How to fight back, right? Yes. And then what number was that? Number twenty. Oh, okay, number twenty. All right. Yeah. I, just making sure. What he's saying is the microwaves that they you they deplete your calcium from your body. So if you take supplements, it's gonna save. One one thing I heard was there was a guy saying targeted individuals are, they they turn these people crazy and then they send them to Seattle and they put them in homeless shelters in Seattle and do experiments on them. I heard this from a was supposedly a gang stalker whistleblower, a guy who supposedly was was a gang stalker and then came was starting to come out against them and then started to get gang stalked himself. Because he was coming out against the gang stalkers, uh, he was saying that they do experiments on people in homeless people in Seattle, and that 
these microwaves cause these people to lose their teeth and like have really brittle bones to where like they, they their bones will just break if they like lift up something like their arm would just break if they lift up like uh, he- something heavy you know what I mean uh, so that's what they're talking about there as far as the calcium supplements is that these technologies break down your bones and that if you take these supplements it's gonna keep it from happening as quickly I guess that's their idea okay. Uh, I, I guess that makes sense in a way if you're crazy. Um, yeah, <laughs> I love I love how you say you're crazy. Uh, but I, I, as far as let's see, is there anything on here about how to fight back against gang stalking? All right, it says here, uh, put a lettering on your back of your window. The letter, the letters. Stickers can be purchased at four dollars at Home Depot. Uh, have the have the stickering. Uh, oh, right, targetedjustice.com. This will stop most of the car stalking. Put a sign in your front window that says targetedjustice.com. Uh, if it stops the so game stopping, they... but perps are not allowed to know the truth. Okay. Right. So they 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 are really saying that their name. Target is justice just stops gang stalking, or it keeps them from gang stalking you specifically at your house or something. That is a big claim. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, it seems like maybe they're just trying to spread the name of their website to me a little bit, but right. <clears throat> I mean, it's just kind of advertising, and you think about it. Um, but I heard some very interesting stuff about this. This whole concept of like, why, uh, why would somebody, oh, why? How would you get somebody to gang stalk people in the first place, bro? Mm, no clue. Uh, like, as far as the people who are the gang stalkers, right? The people who, are, not the people who are being gang stalked, but the people who are gang stalking. Do if this was real, would they believe? Would they? Know that they were gang stalking somebody necessarily, right? Could it just be that they're told no, you're wa- you're watching this person, but then it's like twenty people are all told you're watching this person, and they're not actually working together. Does that make sense? See what I mean? Mm-hmm. I also find it fascinating that TargetJustice.com owns a website called Rethink911.org. Okay, you want to go there? No, because there's one post and says, Hello world. And then it says, Welcome to WordPress. This is our your first press edit or delete. Then start logging. And that's the only post on okay. think.org. That's weird. Yep. Firefox doesn't want me to go there. It tells me this is a corrupt, corrupted website or something. I could mm-hmm. go there, but I'm not, I don't... If it's nothing special, then that's fine. <sighs> right. It's but... all these articles, and, and every article links back to this one thing where it says, Hello World, that was published September 2018, uh, 14th of December. It's a really, really weird website. Okay. Right. Uh, well, it doesn't have any other links off of it or anything. Nope. 
Weird. So rich. It uh, it, it has a, a store that you can be- buy things in. Here's a good one for uh, back to uh, how to fight back. Say the words out loud targetedjustice.com whenever you enter the house or car. Gang stalkers have listening devices, but they are not allowed to know what's really going on. The gang stalkers have been told you are a bad person or a threat to the country and that your name appears on the terrorist watch list. This is just one of the justifications given to gang stalkers. This is yeah, this is what I was talking about. So, what they believe is okay, the people who are doing the gang stalking don't necessarily know that they're doing gang stalking, bro. That this is mm-hmm. a weird thing to think about. So there's people up are, are there's people that are targeting these people, and then they tell whoever the gang stalkers are that they're either a bad person or a criminal or a threat to the country, or they're on the terrorist watch list or something. And that's how they convince them to gang stalk these people. Uh, they don't just go to these people and say, "All right, we need you to gang stalk this guy." That's not what they're saying they're saying that they're tricked into doing these things by the uh, whoever's in charge giving them these certain justifications uh to do this kind of gang stalking stuff so the gang stalkers themselves don't necessarily know that they're gang stalking that's an interesting mm. thing to think about uh if it, if it was true let's say this is true um then the person who is gang stalking would think they're doing something that's, uh, you know, patriotic or something that's really good, uh, when in actuality they may be doing something, well, the exact opposite of patriotic because it's, uh, destroying somebody's privacy. Mm. Yeah, I guess so. And then when you think about it, that would definitely help keep the conspiracy tied up because people would just think they're doing normal FBI work or whatever, I guess in this case, the InfraGuard work. They think they're doing this thing for the InfraGuard when in actuality they're working for something a little bit more nefarious. That's Mm. something to think about. Mm. But yeah, uh, I I also watched some documentaries that you sent me about this. It was kind of interesting. I watched this Vice thing that you sent me, and uh, my whole feeling about this, and this is kind of how I feel about this, is like they, it's 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 a really thin line between saying I'm afraid of your my government and saying my government is following me. You see the difference right. between those two things. I, I mean, there, there, there are things that I find that the American government does that is in my head completely shit out of uh, crazy things. Mm-hmm. And especially this website that we found here that that works with the FBI and and it it is like you said it is in inferior in in many ways. Right. Okay. But. I, I agree to that. But taking it from there to organizing stalking of individuals, uh, I feel like nothing that I have seen in either documentaries or or, or um, 
proof that I have seen from people that said they have been gang stalking, uh, being gang stalked by the government, is true. Right. Uh, they would say, well, yeah, that's the whole point, is that you're supposed to believe that, right? Is you're supposed right. they they don't want to leave any evidence in. I, I, the one 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 of the documentaries I sent you, I believe it was uh, the uh, there's a guy and his mother, and the uh, yes. interviewer is talking to the mother, and he says, oh. uh, "Why is he being gang stalked?" And yeah. the mother says, uh, "Because he's speaking out against it." Yeah, and uh, the interviewer goes, "Well, why was he initially gang stalked in the first place?" And the guy goes, mm-hmm. that's the question, isn't it? And so there's mm-hmm. like always going to be like, uh, for these people, they're never going to, you're never going to convince them that it's not. Uh, no. Because, because of their whole uh, mindset about uh, the world around them, I guess is the thing. But at the same time, some, I, I here's the thing. I want to say that, a lot of a lot of these people are just um, mentally unstable, or they are delusional in some way, uh, or they're just trying to cope with the reality of the world um, in, in some very strange way. But I also want to say that there are some of these people that are pro- it probably true that the government actually is watching them. I don't think that the oh, government yeah, yeah. is sending signals into their brain. See, when you connect this whole idea of, like, voice-to-skull technology with gang-stalking, I think Mm gang-stalking is much more likely than voice-to-skull or, like, uh, neural monitoring or anything like that. Do I think that there are people who are victims of gang-stalking from the government? I'd say it's more likely than all these other things they're talking about as far as electronic harassment. Would you agree with that? Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know people that have been targeted by the police. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As far as, like, uh, being harassed by the police, as far as, like, just being pulled over repeatedly whenever the police see them, not even getting a ticket or anything, just being pulled over because they see the person's car. Or if they see the person walking down the street, they'll stop and, like, you know, just that kind of police harassment where it's not necessarily uh, they're not getting beat up by the police or anything like that, but they're being continuously um the police see them and they continuously kind of mess with them you know what i mean that kind of thing uh yeah but imagine that happening but it's not a policeman it's just everyday people it's just the guy at the bank or it's some dude on the bus you know what i mean i can see that happening mm-hmm. and especially when i'm reading into this infraguard stuff I, <laughs> I can see them using that as an organization to cause those kind of things to happen mm so as far as electronic harassment and that goes, I don't believe that is a thing. Gang stalking, on the other hand, as far as government using gang stalking as a tactic against maybe whistleblowers of other things, I can see it. I can 100% see it. Mm. Definitely. Uh, so where does this rate on the crazy scale is my question, I guess. This was super interesting to do research on did did you find this super interesting oh yeah yeah one of the most i I think it's it's one of the most interesting things where we covered in a long while uh, time right and one of the most interesting things ever to kind of research because i i didn't know a whole lot about this i mean we had done a little bit into it but like 
this is a, a whole world of people who have like groups where they like meet each other and they get together to discuss the gang stalking and like what we're, what are, what they're going to do. This is a whole underground world of people. Uh, and that whole thing I think is interesting. Crazy scale, especially because of the voice, the skull technology and the, the controlling people looking through people's eyes. I'm going to go ahead and give it an eight. Oh, it's definitely a night. I definitely agree with you. And these people from this uh, website targeted justice. I don't think they mean any harm, but to be honest with you, they are kind of keeping, they are kind of jumbling a lot together. And that's kind of what's harmful for individuals that are actually stuck by the government. So I feel like they're they're like mixing a little like here with radio waves and and and, and gang stalking microwave and gang stalking. Do you see what I mean? Right. Like it, it's like it's hard to take them serious because they are kind of putting a lot of other shit into it. So you're saying it? Have you ever heard of controlled opposition, Fro? No. It's where uh, you pretend to be opposed to something, but in actuality you're deflecting uh, from uh, something being real by making it look crazier than it is. A lot of people think Alex Jones is controlled opposition. Okay. It, let's say gang stalking is real. Mm -hmm. that, that's the only part of this that's real then these people could be right. controlled opposition by adding all these other things to make it look crazy, when if you just had gang stalking, it wouldn't look as crazy as if you add all these voice to skull and all this other stuff. These people could right. just be controlled opposition to keep uh, the gang stalking under, cover, or, um, under wraps a little bit better. Uh, controlled opposition is a whole interesting concept in and of itself that we could cover someday, actually. But... Uh, yeah. The last I thing I was going to say about this before we wrap up our, our main topic, uh, the first two seasons of Better Call Saul, Fro, the, yeah. the brother in Better Call yeah. Saul, I, I wrote down, is Better Call Saul, did they make that show to discredit targeted individuals? <laughs> and was, that's what I started thinking about. And then I was like, and then yeah. after that guy died, the show turned to crap. Like, that was the right. whole purpose of the show. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Now I'm getting deep, like, I'm becoming one of these conspiracy-targeted individual people, so. <laughs> so, we go into the movies. I have seen a lot of movies. Uh, with a lot of movies, I mean three. Uh, look, we're going to have a little, like, uh, story here. Uh, I've seen three movies. One of them was really good one of them was yeah, okay All right. and one of them is the worst movie i have seen in many many years uh what movie do you want to hear about first start with the average one first the average one okay uh i went to the movies and i watched a star is born uh with uh, right, lady okay. gaga and ridley cooper uh i heard this was going to get oscar nominations and Blah, blah, blah. Um, I will give it this. The soundtrack of this movie is one of the best soundtracks uh, I've heard. It's okay. a really good, good uh, song movie. 
And the first one third of the movie was uh, really good. And then it kind of went downhill from then. It is so fucking Oscar baiting that I have. Uh, it's a long t- time since I've seen a movie that felt so Oscar baiting in many years. But it, it doesn't make it a bad movie, it just makes it a little kind of. Uh, I've seen this movie 6,384 other times. So. If 10 is the best movie I've seen in the world, and 1 is the worst movie I've seen in the world, I guess I'm giving this 6.5. Oh, okay. Uh, Did you go see Venom and then decided to go see this movie because (laughs) of it? And then you were happy? No. No? Did you get your bike stolen? Um, Let's see, where should I start? Uh... I guess I'll see, start with the one you saw last week, uh, 22nd of July. Ah. I saw. Um, I really enjo- I enjoyed it. I thought it was well put together. I thought it covered all the important information about the story. Um, I don't think it sensationalized the violence in no. any way. Uh, I think uh, the acting was very, very well done. There, I can't really think of anybody who was a bad actor in this film. Uh, the guy who played mm. the... Uh, Prime Minister or whatever he he was uh, decent as the character he was supposed to portray. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the one uh, why is Brevik the only guy with an American accent in this film? I know it's kind of irritating. He doesn't have a Norwegian accent. <laughs> it's very. I know. I, is that supposed to make him more like more scary Scary. like is being having an american accent make you a worse person is that what they're trying to portray out of this i'm not really sure (laughs) i don't know greengrass himself that made this movie is american so right well i mean it definitely made for an american audience um oh definitely i saw the part where they're singing the norwegian song and that's definitely the only part that's really in norwegian at all wasn't Uh, that kind of irritating because it didn't know uh well, the, to me, it just sounded like a camp song, like you're singing a, around a campfire, and they are at camp. So yeah, so you didn't know, you didn't know the, and and here's the thing: the song they sang there, they sang in front of the uh, 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 where they were uh, having the uh, trial against Breivik because uh, he said that that song kind of irritated him. Oh, okay. So that's why it's in there. I, I, yeah, I really didn't know. The one thing they did skip, as far as the story goes, is it went. He gets arrested and he goes straight to solitary confinement. They right. completely skipped the whole part of him actually going to general populace and then trying to recruit people into his neo-Nazism. And so they had to. Then they had to put him in solitary. They left that part completely out of the movie. But right. What you would you give this movie? Seven point five is what I gave it. Okay. Yep. Very good. So, do you want to hear about this really good movie I saw, or this shitty movie I saw? Uh, let's hear the good one first, then. Okay. I watched Papillon. Um, it was a really, really good remake of the original one. This is from 2018. Okay. Uh, this is 
going to be on my list of the best movies of this year. I'm going to guess. Uh, this is just really, really, really good. We covered it. I think we had uh, uh, another digital review of it um, sometime. Uh, at least we had it as a minor movie. I know mm-hmm. we we talked we talked about it. So so, but but I I mean it 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 is uh, uh, the original is with Steve McQueen and Dustin Hoffman and things like that, and this was really really good. Uh, uh, Charlie Hunnam was amazing in this. Uh, the guy from. Uh, American uh, mo- motorcycle uh, sure okay show that I never remember I, I, I don't Sons, I, of, Sons of Anarchy oh that guy alright yes the main uh, guy in Sons of Anarchy but yeah no uh, this was a really good remake of the 1973 movie it takes it uh, different places and I'm I was really really surprised of how much I liked it, I gave it uh, eight out of ten. Oh, all right. Eight uh, and a half, maybe. I was gonna say that's not as high as I thought you were gonna go with it, but I saw a... eight and a half. Yeah, I mean, if you're saying it's the best movie you saw this year, one of uh... the best movies I said. Oh, okay, I thought you would go, you know, nine, nine and a half, maybe. But if you're saying oh, eight and a half, oh. that's that's pr- still yeah. good. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just I thought mm-hmm. you'd go higher. Um. I saw a cartoon film this week. I actually saw it last night. It's called Gnome Alone, bro. <laughs> I've seen this. Yeah. Have you seen it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I gave well, I gave it a four. I'll tell you that much. It's about a yeah. little girl who moves into a new town, moves into a new house, and the house it turns out to be a portal to another dimension. And there's gnomes guarding this portal to this other dimension. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the breakdown. The music was the worst part of this film. There's yep. some really terrible, cheesy Disney mo- or Disney Channel uh, level music in this. That was just it. It actually made it lowered it many, many points uh, just for the music. As far as a kids' movie, it was kind of fun as far as a kids' movie goes, but that music really hindered it. It's a really, really shitty movie. Uh, I think I saw it because of Nomeo and Juliet. I was kind of on the binge of like no movies. No movies, all right. Yeah, for some strange. Yeah, why is why are gnomes like a fad right now? Every like all all these little kid movies in the last year or two years have been gnome films. I don't know. Gnomes are like a thing now. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I, I don't know. So, uh, look, I watched this movie that I really wanted to see. Okay. <laughs> uh, the title is Interview with God. Uh, it's from 2018. <sighs> All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, what does uh, Inquisitor Reporter ask God? What would you ask? I interview in God with God. Uh, it has Brandon Twetis. I have no clue what who that is, but God is played by David Strainhorn, and I love David Strainhorn. Uh, you have seen him in a lot of movies. Okay. Um, 
this has got a uh, 5.4 on IMDb. Um, 4.6 out of 5 from Atom Tickets. <laughs> I have never heard of this uh, organization before. <laughs> Atom Tickets, have you heard of them before? Sounds familiar, yeah. Okay. It's directed by Perry Lang. Uh, it was released uh, on August 2018. And it's about this up-and-coming journalist that interviews a man that claims to be God. And it is the worst movie I've seen this year so far. Right. There's absolutely nothing redeeming about this movie. Uh, well, I guess I'll have to check and it out. I can't wait for you to see it. I give it uh, a blank zero. It's my first zero of this year. Oh, all right. Yep. Yeah. Zero out of ten. Sounds really good. <laughs> yep. As an atheist, you will love this movie. Yeah, sounds like my kind of my kind of film. There. <laughs> okay, let's watch Halloween. Testing one, two, three. We're on. Okay. We're here mm -hmm. to investigate a patient that killed three innocent teenagers on a Halloween in 1978. He was shot by his own psychiatrist and taken into custody that night. And has spent the last 40 years... In Just in case you didn't see the first movie, I guess? Uh, I know. I have something you might like to see. Yeah, because we should say that this is not a sequel to uh, any of the other movies than the first one. Right. Uh, okay, that just happened. Why was the why did the j jail have like a checkered floor? What the hell is that all about? Why would they spend time to paint the floor of a jail like that? House with a cellar. I am going to bet nothing special is going to happen. I like her with that long hair, by the way. What do you mean? She's always had long hair. But it's kind of it's like it's like I like it how she has it. Oh, I see. Yeah, maybe she has it up a lot. Maybe that that's what you're thinking. I mean, she definitely. I haven't seen her in a movie in a while, I don't think, because she's definitely aged quite a bit since I've seen her last. Or they're just not putting a lot of makeup on her, maybe. Maybe. Okay. What? Uh, he would disgusting. Like, it, at least from the other movies, he would never do something like that. No. That's, like, too calculated for... He's waiting for this night. For, like, a... Uh, whatever, a monster. Monsters aren't that calculated, they just tear things apart, you know what I mean? Wait, what? Yeah. This is kind of, it looks kind of stupid. It's but, got uh, the classic I mean... music, I mean, it's got everything that yeah. you would expected to have david gordon green i like him so I mean, the only thing i haven't seen is a girl like having sex that gets killed right afterwards but right i um i'm looking on jim lee curtis uh imdb page to okay. see 
What is the last thing I watched with uh, uh, Gameplay Curtis? And it's kind of funny that this is the last movie that I've seen with her. It is from 2008, and it's called Beverly Hills for Chihuahua. That is actually the last thing <laughs> I have watched with her. In, uh, yeah, maybe that's that why she hasn't been in any other movies since then, or, or <laughs> very many, because she did that incredibly, incredibly amazing film. <laughs> All right, Halloween. It's been 40 years since Laurie Strode survived a vicious attack from her crazed killer Michael Myers on Halloween night. Locked mm-hmm. up in an institution, Myers manages to escape from oh, escape when his bus transfer goes horribly wrong. Laurie now faces a terrifying showdown when the masked madman returns to Hanville, Illinois. Um, 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 79% on Rotten Tomatoes, 69% on Metacritic. So pretty high all the way across the board. 92% of the Google users liked it, and it got the 2 out of 4 on Robert Ebert, it says that. Sure, okay. By Robert Ebert. My right. Yeah, right. I have no clue why. So I went to the Facebook. Let's see, what did I get here? Um... Uh, Kenzie Piriat Piriat says could could there be more holes in this story it's pretty bad when you're sitting in a packed theater and there becomes an uh, and there uh, and then there becomes uncontrollable chatter and laughter because it's also ridiculous uh, not one scary scene no no plot does Michael work for Google Maps did he have access to the internet <laughs> Those he killed weren't just random, but no elaborations as to anything. Uh, waste of time, huge disappointment. Wow. Are there, are there things you found? Uh, let's see. I got one from Jerry Killane. Uh, don't like who and how Michael Moore, Myers was portrayed and acted. His walking and movements uh, being sped up, uh, which he never does and always moves slow. And killing uh, without the knife was just weird. He never changes or moves fast towards the victims and never turned his head slow like at the ending when uh, could of while looking at Jamie Lee Curtis. Wow, that's confusing. Uh, Just a bad acting job uh, by his character this time, I think, and the director should be embarrassed. Wow. Uh. I find Synod B gave it one star. Not as great as critics uh, have wanted you to believe. Where to start? Well, I can honestly say that Chamberlain Curtis did a great job, but pretty much all of the other characters were not interesting or annoying. They were trying not to show Michael's face in the movie, but uh, I got side profile and turned off immediately. Mystic gun. The kill scenes were all right, but there were some dumb what-the-fuck moments that I thought was not appropriate. The teens in the movie are pretty beta. The boys are whiny bitches, and the girls are not <laughs> interested uh, in anything special. The main character. I don't really think that Hollywood is uh, incapable of moving. I really think that Hollywood is incapable of making movies with character development and likable characters anymore. The fight scene with Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael was like five seconds long. There is not like the one in H2O. I 
actually found myself preferring H2O over this movie, which is weird, because I never thought it was a good movie. But apparently it was better than this crap. So my advice, skip it. All right. I, I'm, yeah. I got a, a really short positive one because we did a lot. We did all negative. So uh, I, Richard Fletcher says, I like the new Halloween, but they should na- name it Halloween 40 years later, maybe. So people know it's a sequel from the original Halloween, uh, but it's just called Halloween. Some people might think it's a total remake or something. So he liked it, but mm. he thought maybe they should be more clear as to what this movie was actually about. <laughs> Intro G gave it five stars and said, Wow, such an amazing job. So much homage paid in reference to the original movie. True Michael Myers uh, fans will understand. Cool. All right. So, what else came out this all week? Bad, I guess. That's a good question. Uh, let's see. You told me that those movies have came out before. Right, nothing else came out this week. Nobody else, I guess, wanted to go against uh, Halloween, but we got some expansions, which means these movies came out earlier this year uh, in limited release, and now they're coming out in uh, wide re- uh, wide release uh, this week. So the first one I got is The Old Man and the Gun. Uh, at the age of 70, Forrest Tucker makes an audacious escape from Sam Quentin conducting an unprecedented string of heists that confounds authorities and enchanted the public. Uh, look, I guess it's based off a true story, it's sounding like. Uh, this came out originally September 28th uh, of this year, directed by David Lowry. 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh... Originally, this came out in five theaters around the country, Fro. And it's coming out in 802 theaters now. The other thing that came out that also is a wide release was The Hate You Gave. Which we didn't we just cover this? We just talked about, like, uh, this whole thing. So we don't actually have to cover the thing because we just did this. Oh. We so did. we just need to, yeah, we, we covered this on the show when it came out in October 5th. Cause it, so it wasn't oh. that long ago when it came out, uh, at the beginning of this month. We uh, talked about this, uh, but now it's getting a wide release. So um, just go into what the Rotten Tomatoes scores and stuff are now. Yeah, 96 on Rotten Tomatoes, 6 out of 5, 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb, and 4, 4 out of 5. From Common Sense Media. Right. And if you want to hear what this movie's about, uh, just go back, what, three shows and you can hear it there. Um, It started out in 36 theaters, bro, and is expanded to 2,303 theaters. Huge expansion. Wow. Yep. Cool. Well, Luke, do you have anything you want to plug this week? Uh, No, I'm good, I think. Not audible.com slash another digital citizen either. Yeah, let's do that. Audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen, like Fro just said. Get a free trial mm. and a free book. Helps us out. Uh, I guess I will join you. Uh, not promoting anything. Uh, coming up next week, we will talk news of the week. We will do manifest episode 6 out of 2684 currently. <laughs> 
We will have another digital review of uh, John English Strikes Back. And uh, then we will do uh, two new things. And one one thing that we will do uh, new is monthly movie money bet. What is this? Right, since we're not doing WWE pay-per-views anymore, uh, we wanted something to bet on. So we're going to pull up all the movies coming out for a month. And yes. we're going to go through them. And Fro's going to pick one. And I'm going to pick one. And whichever of those movies makes the most money... In, in one the, month. In, in one month, at the end of the month, uh, that person wins the bet uh, yes. and gets to pick uh, a topic or whatever they want us to cover for mm-hmm. the show. Like we just norm- how we were doing uh, the WWE bet, but we're going to do it this way now because neither of us are watching WWE, so that would make no sense to do that. <laughs> There's a pay-per-view coming out this week. I have no interest in it. Uh Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, is this it's the Saudi, Saudi show? Is this week? No, no. Yeah, I think so. Or Evolution? I really don't know. I, have, I haven't watched in two weeks, so I really don't know what's it's going on. It's either Evolution or the other one. I think it is the other one. I think it's the Saudi Arabia one. I didn't even week. watch the Roman Reigns like little speech. I saw a video. I didn't watch the video. I, I just read I, articles I about that. it yeah. and everything. So. Yeah. I watched that video. Another thing that we are going to um, cover is uh, the Laurel Canyon uh, conspiracy. What is this? Right. Uh, I heard about this on, like, there was a podcast I was listening to, and they were talking about something completely different, and then one of the people on the show mentioned this, uh, and I was like, what's that? And so I started looking it up, and I was like, we, we should cover this on the show. Okay. Uh, Laurel Canyon is a place in Hollywood, California, or in Los Angeles, California, Hollywood Hills. Um, and it's very, it's a very interesting place because there's a lot of very famous people that came out of it, obviously. Uh, and there's also a military base right in the, in the middle of this place. So it's, it's very strange. Oh. And there's been a lot of, uh, uh, conspiracy theories about what went on there, uh, different people that were involved in it. Uh, and that a lot of these celebrities that came out of this place, uh, they, they, they started or they grew up there and a lot of their family had worked at this military base as well. And that's why they grew up there and then they became famous. And a lot of these people were from kind of the 1960s, 1970s counterculture, uh, rock scene. Uh, so we'll talk about that. I see one article called Laurel Canyon, Sex, Drugs, and Aliens. I can't wait to read about this. Right. It's it's interesting. It's uh, yeah. I There's definitely some very weird conspiracy theories, and then there's some other ones that are maybe a little more tame. So, there, I mean, it, yes. it's one conspiracy about this place, but there's all these different stories about what happened in this place, so... And this was your pick uh, for the wrestling bet. Just for the to, last so. wrestling bet we did, yeah. Yes. Exactly. So I heard yes, about it, too. and I was like, okay, I want to do more research on that. So I looked a little bit into it, but this week I'm going to look way deeper into it. So. Cool. Well, that was all next week. I think uh, both me and Luke uh, can say goodbye, can't we? Yep. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye citizen.